the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. How was your weekend, Squirrel? You have a good time? Everybody have a good time? Propagandized properly by all the Sunday shows and all the nonsense? Well, I'm here to tell you it's time to straighten them out. Time to straighten them out because, uh, you know, I'm watching this dimwit in diapers do his little uh, Pacific Rim tour. And uh, if you thought Godzilla was scaring these people, you should see the look on their face when Biden appears. They're looking for morticians. And Paul Bears. It's humiliating and embarrassing, and he did what he does. And he was doing this when he wasn't completely insane. He opens his mouth and he throws everything into a tizzy because he didn't get the notes. And if he did get them, he can't read them anymore. He certainly can't remember anything as he goes to cue cards to answer questions. It's really quite an embarrassment to watch Joe Biden destroy the um, respectability of this nation. Not that it had much after W. Bush and Barack Obama. But it certainly doesn't have any after this dimwit is uh, destroying everything in his wake. I'm delighted to be back in your beautiful country and at a time when the alliance between the Republic of Korea and the United States has never been stronger. More. By the way, he had to turn around and look at the flag when he said Republic of Korea. He wasn't sure if he was in Japan yet. Vibrant, or I might add, more vital. And I believe that this trip is coming at a particularly interesting moment because we're seeing so many expectations in Asia and in the broader Indo-Pacific region being updated. I- Shut the hell up. Now, this is for Democrats. This is for Democrats who cannot remember what happened to them yesterday. They certainly don't have the gravitas to understand exactly what's happening in the Pacific Rim and how we should be not dominating because we're better, but how all of our allies in a trade agreement that was cut generations ago should be united in the communism, against the communism that has bribed Joe Biden. So Joe Biden is going on tour the whole time pretending to, uh, oh, he's aggravating Xi Jinping. Listen, do you remember the story, 17,000 miles in the Himalayas, he's grasshopper and the rest of it? Do you not think that the Chinese know exactly what Joe Biden is and have an insurance policy to assure the American policies of his regime? He's bought and sold. So do not buy the hype that he's making tensions between us and China. China is getting exactly what they want out of Joe Biden. In fact, this deal that they pretend is new, it's not new at all. I'm very pleased that the United States and South Korea have reached agreement on a landmark trade deal between our two countries. And all told, this agreement, including the opening of the Korean services market, 
will support at least 70,000 American jobs. It's all the same baba gaga. Thousand jobs, fifty thousand jobs, million jobs. It's all the same bill dung. It's the same suit. It's the same nonsense. Only at least when Barack Obama did it, he could speak in sentences. It was refreshing compared to this embarrassment of humanity. So do not buy the hype. This is an election year boondoggle where they just wanted to get this idiot out of the country long enough so that he'd stop embarrassing every single policy the morons were having. But he stuck his foot in his mouth again. Thank you so much. I have a question for the prime minister, but first to you, Mr. President. We're already dealing with one global pandemic, and you said yesterday that monkeypox is something that everyone should be concerned about. There are a few confirmed cases in the U.S., and some countries are imposing 21-day quarantines for people who are infected or even in some cases just exposed. Should Americans expect something similar? No, I don't think so. Look, we've had this uh, monkeypox in the larger numbers in the past, number one. Did you know about monkeypox in the past? I, I never heard of monkeypox. And I consider myself to be a bit of a news junkie. I never, ever heard of the monkeypox. Number two, we have vaccines to care for it, to take care of it. Number three. We've got a monkeypox vaccine now? Wrong. Really? When did they come up with a monkeypox vaccine? You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to say smallpox cures monkeypox. They're all experts. All of these political whores who've been wrong, by the way, on a grand scale, on a grand scale of, of misinformation and bald-faced lies. Uh, this was the guy that was going to eradicate COVID. Today, uh, in America right now, we have 110,387 cases of COVID. One year ago, we had 25,646. So it's, a, it's at a 4X now. It's, it, it's four times as bad as it was a year ago. And this is with all their vaccines, with all their forest mandates. And nobody wants to ask, what were those pills for? What were those shots for? Because now they, got, they have the vaccine in a pill. I don't know if you saw this. Did you see this, squirrel? They, got the, they have the vaccine in a pill form. And the veterinarian who heads up the WHO, the World Health Organization, the one that we're going to give up American sovereignty to later this week, he was out and he wanted to tell you a little something about that pill that was supposed to revolutionize the world. Again, maybe I will use an example. I think uh, it's fascinating what's happening in this field right now. I mean, FDA approved the first uh, electronic pill, if I can. Well, uh, 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 what was that? The FDA approved the first electronic pill? Wait a minute. I, I heard this talked about a while ago, and then everybody said it was a conspiracy, that they were going to have the medication to track you and all this stuff, and that the, it was a smart medication and it could change your DNA. Remember all that squirrel? It was, it was ludicrous. What was it called? QAnon then? I think it was QAnon and, and they discredited it. But here's the head of the World Health Organization last week. Again, maybe I will use an example. I think uh, it's fascinating what's happening in this field right now. I mean, FDA approved the first uh, electronic pill, if I can call it like that. So... The FDA approved the first electronic pill, if I can call it like that. By the way, I like when my tyrants sound like Bond villains. Uh, did you know about this? It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. Well, then I'm going to translate because there's a very thick accent and I keep waiting for a big guy with silver teeth to come out of a back room. It is a chip. There's, there's little tiny little electric in the pill. And once it's in your body, it's in you. And they could tell everything about you. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sends a signal that you took the tablet. 
So imagine the applications of that. Compliance. Compliance. Yes, he said compliance twice. And whenever somebody with a foreign thick accent who has a tendency to, to admit that they are part of the Third Reich and the Fourth Reich, when they say compliance, compliance, that means be nervous, be nervous. Because compliance, compliance means they'll know if you didn't take it, they'll be able to lock up who didn't perform in their compliance, compliance. And this is something to be, this is the biggest news of the weekend. I mean, unless you want to talk about the oligarch war where they're blowing up a bunch of stuff, including chemical plants again, and the ozone is not doing so good. But that's all right. It's, it's because you're driving a Buick that the problem is. Uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in, in uh, this field. Yeah, that Ted Orwell, he was way off base. It's for the insurance companies to know if you took it, because then they could probably deny your policy and all kinds of different things. It's turning out to be exactly worse than the conspiracy theorists predicted it would be. Um, because what he's doing in the Pacific Rim is assuring that we will all bow down to exactly what you saw in Shanghai, and this time it'll be maybe perhaps for monkeypox, which from what I understand, monkeypox spread through sex. Uh-oh. CDC sounds the alarm for bi men and homosexuals. Well, this isn't good for the Illinois Republicans of the Forest Preserves. This is going to definitely get down a lot, a lot of problems. Uh, but that's all right. Biden's going to take on other problem, uh, other issues we're having, and he's got a cure. You wouldn't know this, but that price fixing that we did in the 70s, that was all wrong, and, and, and now it's going to be just great this time. When it comes to the gas prices, uh-huh. uh, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that God willing, when it's over, will be stronger and the world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels when this is over. Huh. Anybody want to want to bet that's not going to happen? And they're not fossil fuels. They're organic fuels. They're abiotic. We'll discuss that later in the show. But I was having a conversation before the show. I ran into a, an acquaintance of mine who was sitting there and he listens to the show and he says, you know, I, I love that you expose these guys and you go over bit by bit exactly where the con job is, where the fraud is. And uh, I didn't know before, uh, you know, today, but he's married to a rather stout woman. And um, she says, you know, it, I, I listen, but it's a lot of negativity. And this is like a new buzzword. Negativity. You bring too much negativity. Let me explain something to you out there. Negativity is Lori Lightfoot in laundry. When I tell you a fact and expose a scam and more than just demand that it stops, but demand that we go back to the principles of what this country was built on, these scumbags are not supposed to be in this kind of power. Because what they've learned is they just have to keep telling you the same thing. Just wait until you forget it. And if we're talking about Democrats, they had no idea what Barack Obama did. They have no idea what happened last week. It will contribute significantly to achieving my goal of doubling U.S. exports over the next five years. In fact, it's estimated that... Yeah, and then after this, they're going to implement this health care scheme. It's going to be great. It's going to be like Utopia. And you can keep your doctor, and your premiums will go down, and you're going to love it. There'll be more doctors and more hospitals. Sure, we lost 50%, but that was just a blip, as long as we can wait for this idiot with dementia and a soiled diaper to fix that, too. Here's the thing. Be thankful. He's not taking on health care. And I want you to take pictures when you go to the gas station. I know it's aggravating and you're paying nearly $6. If you have a car that is decent, you're paying the premium and the rest of it. Because you will look back at this and you will remember this as a deal. Because next season, after the elections and they rigged that election, you're going to get used to blackouts 
You're going to get used to all kinds of stuff. It'll start testing it now, only in the Democrat-run sewers. But believe me, this imbecile's destroying our country. And until we impeach this idiot and demand that it stops, they're going to keep telling you and recycling the same fascist nonsense speeches that Barack Obama made. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. When it comes to the gas prices, uh, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that, God willing, when it's over, we'll be stronger and the world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels when this is over. Yes, he can. Hope and change. All the nonsense. Because the platforms of these idiots, of these Svengalis, of these pseudo-intellectual Fabians and socialists and Marxists, is that you wish... You hope, a wishing and hoping. Play the song there, cute hand, squirrel hands when you get a chance. Sean in his car. Hey, thanks, thanks for taking my call. So, what do we do to, what do we do to curb higher prices? I mean, gas right now is like at five dollars a gallon on average across the United States. The price for power is one hundred twenty dollars a megawatt. I mean, what's what's the it's cure? a monopoly? It's a monopoly in a cartel. That is established and protected by both big it's oil, de- big companies, de- and yeah, but it's deregulated states. It's what? I, I, I mean, how is? I don't understand how it's a, the regulations a cartel that, and monopoly. This is this is something that most people are unaware of. What Joe Biden did is not only eliminate the progress we were making in energy, but he, on top of it, re reestablished regulations that had not been around since Obama that had not been around since Clinton. So he then jumped in massive regulations and already made it more difficult for those few con- companies that are in this industry rather than doing what he should do, which is expose it to massive competition. Then so again, what's the fix? The, the fix is to realize that oil and natural gas are abiotic. It is not fossil fuel-based. It is, it is lower than the 16,000 feet. We need to go deeper. We need to go often, and we need to get everything we can. This country... Our own country, 19 gonna, million barrels gonna, a day. That's going to drive prices down. Of course it is. That's not going to drive prices, prices down. down. Of course it is. Right, what but how mean? is that going to drive prices down? What do you I mean? I mean, how does that drive have... prices down now? Because we'll have how, do, how does that drive, how does that, how Are does that impact the market? Are you going to listen or you want to talk? It, it, I want to know it, how that's going to impact the... I'm going to tell you. Yeah, shut them up. Do you remember two years ago, Sean? Do you remember two years or are you busy? Are you a Democrat? You don't remember? It's simple. You dig more of it out. The first thing he did was cut production. He cut production by two and a half million barrels, then made it so that we couldn't expand drilling. Then he eliminated all kinds of leases. Then he tightened up regulation on it. So how? Just talk real fast, right? And then vote Democrat, you fracking idiot. This is what they said in the first crisis. We need to have uh, a realization that we've got about 35 years worth of oil left in the whole world. Yeah. That's another Democrat moron who wanted to sell the lie that the oil is finite. We are the richest country in natural gas and oil. But here's the skinny. They're all rich in it. That's why Brazil is now the number two next to Venezuela in South America. Did you know that? They didn't pump anything eight years ago. Why? Because every country has it. If you go deep enough, it could all be very inexpensive. Gas could be what it was when Joe Biden pretends to talk about it at his kitchen table. As it never moved for 35 years, we have an abundance of it. It is the second largest liquid on the planet next to water. 
They want you to think it's from dinosaurs. They've been selling that to you for the last 80 years. It is the CRT of science. They're wrong. It is created. Our earth creates it. It is infinite. In fact, you think I'm crazy? Well, here's the thing. I've been doing a lot of research. I always did on oil because, after all, it was a valuable commodity to understand. Counterpunch in 2008 predicted we have 5.8 million barrels. Counterpunch is a, is a book that was written by an eco-Nazi who wanted to send the shiver of fear through the public so they could restrain the public. That's the, get, that's the real goal. In 2005, our own government realized that we have 1.34 trillion barrels, trillion barrels under our northwest con, uh, quadrant of our country. That's when they stopped looking. What they didn't do is go further than the 28,000 feet. When they go to 32, it's even more. Your gas and your oil isn't just cheap because Trump allowed companies to take it out. It's cheap because it's in abundance. All they have to do is let American companies get it out. See, but there's a stronghold on it. And it, you living in Illinois and Chicago should understand it. You have a company that was bribing the Democrat mafia, from what we can tell, just through the documents and the indictment of Mike Madigan, for at least 30 years. 30 years they were bribing that mafia member. Why? Because they needed the politicians to keep them in power in Illinois. The fine that they supposedly have to pay? Simple. Just get the politicians to okay a rate increase. Then add more policies that guarantee it goes up and up and up. Because the one thing they cannot afford for the public to know is that they produce nothing special. What's special is they have permission of the real tyrants around the world called politicians to get it out. That's what they don't want you to know. Illinois, 14 nuclear plants. If they were really interested in coal, wouldn't two of them be on? You don't have two of them on. Why? Illinois was producing coal, oil, natural gas, yet you can't get it out. But you have to buy it from ComEd, the same company that bribed the Democrat mafia for three decades that we can prove. And what's the penalty? The old ladies are now going to eat cat food because they have to choose between having their electric on and eating. This is the utopia Democrats build. So when they talk real fast, what would you do? What would you do? I do the same thing that built the country, the youngest and the richest. Allow the individuals access to business. That's how you do it. You pull everything out. You get all more companies. You break the stronghold between big oil and the crooked gangster government. That's how you do it. You fix it through integrity, honesty, principles of capitalism not this nonsense because these idiots tell you with god's luck we wish and we pray it'll get better you idiot democrats it's time to stop grading on a curve and let the short bus morons ruin my country 312-642-5600 am560 the answer wishing and hoping and thinking and praying there's the next democrat debate right there wishing and hoping and dreaming morons all right cut her off fossil fuels think about it and everybody just repeats it so you want us to believe this is this is this is priceless it's from the remains of dinosaurs huh that would explain why they keep selling you the idea that it's finite I mean, that would explain this comment by the next. Well, now he's the third dumbest president ever. We need to have uh, a realization that we've got a, about 35 years worth of oil left in the whole world. 
Uh-huh. We're going to run out of oil. You fracking and Mr. Dummy. Nixon made his famous uh, speech on Operation Independence. We were importing about 35% of our oil. Now we've increased that amount 25%. We now import about 44% of our oil. We need to shift from oil to coal. We need to concentrate our research and development effort. So did anybody ever ask why he was so wrong? I mean, they're saying basically the same BS. They just put zeros on it. They're selling you the same conspiracy. See, this is the conspiracy. The conspiracy that oil is finite rather than an abiotic product organically of the earth, of which it is. That's why all these new countries are now oil producers. It explains everything. But these are the so intellectual people. These are the same intellectuals that keep selling you a philosophy that is responsible for over 180 million deaths of one form or another of collectivism and communism. The same idiots. And the same thing that caused the Jimmy Carter utopia. Well, this imbecile is embarrassing ourselves in the Asian Pacific. The Democrats here, the scum like the son of a Marxist Raskin and the rest of the cohorts of Marxism. They're trying to implement backdoor the same policies. Two minutes to my good friend from Oklahoma, uh, Ms. Stephanie Bice. Gentlewoman's recognized. Thank you, Madam Speaker. And I thank my colleague for yielding. I rise in strong opposition to the combined rule and the underlying fuel prices legislation in this package as it seeks to cast blame on hardworking Americans in the energy industry and offers no real solutions. The underlying bill, H.R. 7688, would establish de facto price controls on fuels, a dangerous step. That's exactly what they did in the 70s. H.R. 7688. Give it a serial number of destruction as they cram in these idiotic bills, their idiotic solutions made primarily by idiots and the corrupt companies that always like to bribe a dirty politician to protect their stronghold and their stranglehold on the most important product in the world, our energy. That has potential, the potential to create fuel shortages. Many Americans remember the long lines of cars waiting at gas stations in the mid-70s. I'm sorry, honey, you're wrong. In fact, that's only about 20% of Americans. The Americans, who still are dumb enough and corrupt enough to call themselves Democrats, they have no idea. Because after Jimmy Carter... The entire party should have been broken up for its corruption and stupidity. Instead, you just doubled down on it. The only one that does remember it is this imbecile in Pampers calling himself a president after he stole the office. And they do not want to return to that scenario. But don't take my word for it. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce warned Congress last night that this bill has the potential to cause, quote, Rationing, gas lines, and a much greater reliance on imported energy. That's the future. That's what he's doing right now. He's a, see, there's one, many ways to pay off bribes to China and to Ukraine and to Russia. There's many, many, many ways. Rutin Tutin Putin never made more money in his life. At the same time, this country has lost $20 trillion in net worth when you combine the market losses under Biden. 20 trillion in equity this country lost now it's not everybody right only 50 percent of americans hold some sort of investment those are the ones who lost so it's even worse 50 percent lost 20 trillion the other welfare roaches that vote for these stupid short bus democrats they're wallowing in it like a pig i'd like to remind my colleagues that the price of gasoline is determined on a global market 
based on supply and demand. The way to lower prices is to increase supply. And we can do that by unleashing... She's a woman! And she's right! How come no one listens to her? Oh, she's not a Marxist. She's not a communist. She's not a roach Democrat. American production. Sadly, the administration has been doing the exact opposite. Delaying permit approvals, denying access to public lands. So to that fast-talking, stupid son of a dog, Democrat, who called it happens to have the same name, if he does. Did you even know that, you stupid son of a dog? And gaslighting the energy industry. What's worse, just today, the administration announced that they are removing sanctions on Venezuela in order to import foreign oil from a hostile socialist country. Now let's take a look at the laptop. Oh, the FBI lost theirs. I'm sorry, like Mayberry, like Barney Fife. Where's the laptop? I lost it. Ooh, the FBI, also known as cover-up artists for the Democrat mafia. Let's see if there's any residual payoffs or any Venezuelan deals. Something tells me there is. Venezuela is going to make out real good in the Biden administration, almost as good as China. In my home state of Oklahoma, nearly a quarter of all jobs are connected to the energy industry. Frankly, this legislation is insulting to hardworking Oklahomans throughout the 5th Congressional District, whose efforts power this great nation. So to that stupid son of a dog that called, this country uses 19.8 million barrels a day. Turn on the American energy sector to produce at least 20 million barrels a day. So we become self-sufficient. Simultaneously with that, you'll drive down the prices, you stupid idiot. Like it was before this diaper-wearing dimwit stole the office. We have more oil than anybody, okay? And it's uh, an incredible thing that it's happened over the last few years. A lot of great things. And you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. You know what that's like? That's like a tax cut. That's bigger than a tax cut. If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8, $9. Didn't they say, get rid of your car? He's like Karnak. He's like Karnak. Who could have known? Things are working exactly as the Marxist mafia gangster government wanted to work. You think they're here to help you? <laughs> they're here to hurt you. 312-642-5600. AM560. Is this Jurassic Park? Oh, yeah, the dinosaurs. It's fossil fuel. And all the fracking morons. Just repeat it. Just keep repeating. Like Obamacare. It's going to make things better. Like all those other bull dung comes out of this propagandist. Ukraine! Nobody wants to know they were killing their people for eight years. Rolling blackouts. Do you ever think you'd see it? You know, I mean, you know about it in California, run by Marxist morons. We're talking about energy, you're talking about gas prices, talking about refining, but talk to us about just the risk of blackouts. Is this something that you are preparing yourself for? for? This is the child who is Biden's economic advisor, Deese. You never heard of this idiot. He never accomplished anything except some sort of a cult meeting where they burn tissue in their hands for the Marxist mafia of government. And now he's in control of it all. Coming into the summer? 
Well, we're looking at anywhere where we may see physical supply disruptions. Uh, one of those areas right now is in diesel, particularly in the northeast of the U.S. We've been in a state of constantly monitoring and, and making sure that all the tools we have available are on warm standby to make sure that if we do see any physical outages or shortages, we're able to move and release reserves. Uh, as we go into the summer season, there's always risks. There's risks to the electricity mm-hmm. grid. <laughs> That's the appetizer to blackouts, you stupid idiots. Never Trumpers and the rest of you morons. I can afford it. Can you? Scum. Jim in South Elgin. Hey, how are you? I was just calling about a California situation. But since you're talking about history, people should also understand in the early 70s, because the Saudis, quote unquote, were, were withholding our oil, we had those long gas lines. And that was part of the reason why the pipeline from uh, Alaska to the lower 48 was built. And then also the area known as Anwar was set apart, set aside to basically create another platform and double the output. Because And how many morons here, who think that Saudi built themselves out of a, a camel depot into the richest country in the world are too stupid to figure out it is the result of the Sherman Antitrust Act that was used by a corrupt government to break apart Standard Oil and what that old codger did was take what he did and just bring it to Saudi Arabia, and they're still pulling it out on his wells. How many Democrat morons who chant for the Sherman Antitrust Act understand exactly what we did? Our government built Saudi Arabia, and that's why the corrupt officials in our government bow to those inbred, wife-beating, child-mutilating scumbags that they are. I couldn't say it any better, but anyways, it's a little history for people. But I also wanted to mention that they're saying that California might be basically rationing water this summer. Good for them. After all, how's the silverfish doing? The reason that they shut themselves down from water. How's it doing? Silverfish is thriving. People, not so much. That's what Democrats do, you stupid idiots. And now they're going to use climate change to blame the fires like they did from the USC professor, the sociology professor that was setting them for the last six years. And now they're going to use the one in New Mexico. Did you hear about the one in New Mexico? Biggest fire in New Mexico. Did you hear how it started? Well, if you listen to a couple of Democrat scumbags, you'll think it was it was the climate. It's climate change. Eh, not so much. Questions are emerging as fires rage in our state. How could a controlled burn get so out of control? Well, tonight in a Target 7 investigation, huh. John Carnelli looks at what forest officials knew before deciding to do a prescribed burn at Hermit's Peak. Huh. Look at this map. Since 2000, 8% of the state has been on fire. These are the people who feel the heat the most. We're broken. We're very broken. Uh, it's like talking to a Ukrainian before we got involved. I'm real sad. It's just... Yeah, now get to the stupid people. I don't know the government. According to data by the U.S. Forest Service, during the last 22 years, there have been over 1,000 wildfires right here in New Mexico. Uh-huh. And two of the largest ones on this list were started by the federal government. What was that? See, they're helping you. They're help- These are controlled burns. Not so controlled. The two biggest were started by the government, you stupid idiots. It'll be used as climate change. And you have to now start driving an electric vehicle that's done 10 times the damage to the earth that a combustion engine has done. Workers were doing this, setting intentional fires. That's huh. what they call a prescribed burn. They're- now, this is different from the sociology professor in California that was setting fires that he wanted people to think were wild. It's also different than the California Electric Company that started the burn that burned, what, 30,000 acres? This is a little different. This is done by guys in uniforms with pensions and cushy jobs. 
supposed to be controlled and good for the forest. That's Fire okay. has a role. It, uh, it shapes the, the forest. It selects plants, releases seeds, it recycles nutrients. It, it does a lot of things. But controlled burns can get out of control. Yeah, no kidding, you stupid idiot. Only a government could come up with this. And you know what else? It's fossil fuel. And it's because of dinosaurs. And this is global warming. And it's climate change. And they know what they're doing. They're going to make everything better, like your insurance. I mean, how much of this do I have to put up with before these short bus Democrats stop ruining my country? 312-642-5600. Only you can prevent wildfires. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. New York invented political corruption. New Jersey perfected political corruption. Chicago made it an art form. We all suffer the same affliction, and you can see the same standard of living in these Democrat mafia strongholds. It sucks. A lot of times there's good people. It's good people who are trapped. Not everybody can pick up and move to Naples, Florida, and walk around in a turquoise Speedo and make it look good. Only some of us can. The others have to put a fight up from inside. We have such a man on the line, and his platform is really quite uh, controversial. He wants to free business from government interference, defend our border, ensure parents can engage in their child's education, take back our freedoms from Washington, securing elections, and protecting free speech. He's a radical. I wish him the best of luck. His name is Phil Rizzo. Phil, thank you for joining me. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you today? Did you ever think... Your platform would be controversial. The idea of a country whose First Amendment is freedom of speech needs to send good people to Washington to assure freedom of speech. Does that mean we've been outflanked by the Marxist mafia calling themselves Democrats? Absolutely. And here's the thing. Not only do we have a left part of the Democratic Party that's playing hardball, the most frustrating thing is most Republicans are still playing wiffle ball. It's amazing how they will poll an issue before they'll take uh, a position on it because they're afraid of getting thrown out of office. I'm sick and tired of watching Republicans, you know, play softball, and we're losing our country. So it's time to have patriots step up and just speak the truth into a microphone and run on America First issues. And it's also important that the people that step up are people who actually had to make a living in the real world. See, I'm getting sick and tired of these butter-handed, fat slob lawyers who never really practiced destroy my country as they pretend to have answers instead of schemes. It's really about protecting the skullduggery that destroyed New Jersey, that destroyed New York, that destroys Chicago to this day. Is it not? Absolutely. And it's funny that you mention the, the profession of lawyers. I mean, my brother-in-law is a, uh, uh, an attorney and, and attorneys in general, whatever, they're fine. The problem is, is in New Jersey specifically, is attorneys get involved in the political process because they have municipal contracts and county contracts 
and statewide contracts. So you have these Republicans that are attorneys and accountants and engineers. They really are not concerned with who wins election, but their power struggle to line their own pockets. We're fighting our own party out here because the Republicans that are sitting in control, they don't care that Phil Murphy won election last year. They know that they've expanded their base for their attorney contracts and their municipal contracts for engineering, and they're lining their personal pockets with, with taxpayer dollars. It's really sickening. So, Phil, that's why I wanted to have you on, because the people of Illinois don't understand. You know, you get, you get trapped in your own surroundings, and you think you're the only one. This is a platform of gangster government. This is a schematic that the gangster government, the Democrat Party, implements in all of their strongholds. New York, New Jersey, Chicago, California. It's the same thing. So that the corruption feeds on itself. As you're talking, you are describing to a T the Illinois GOP. It's the same thing. And in order to beat it back, we need to take entrepreneurs and honest men and good men and fathers and husbands that want to right the wrongs and send them to Congress where we now are complacent as 435 political whores vote on 1,000-page bills. They haven't read 10 pages of it. It's time to change. And I'm wondering to know what your reception is. Absolutely. Well, that is that explains the... The uh, Republican opponent that I am facing in Tom Kane Jr., his father's the former governor of New Jersey oh, back in the 80s. Get out of this here. guy's been sitting in, in the New Jersey legislature for, for 21 years. He's never been elected. He was simply appointed to the New Jersey Assembly in 2001. He never actually won the seat. Two years later, they gave him a promotion to the New Jersey State Senate in another vacant seat. He never actually won that race either. He has three failed attempts at federal office, but what does the NJGOP do? They retread that old tire, they're running them back out there, and they're saying, you know, this Rizzo guy, how dare he get involved? He hasn't kissed enough rings and rear ends yet. For him, for him to have an opportunity to represent the people of the seventh district. Now, did you say that the last name was Madigan, or did you say it was Daly, or was it Dick Mel? Which part of the Irish Mafia was your last name? The guy's last name. What is his name again? The the guy I'm running against is Tom Kane Jr. No, I'm kidding because it's an Irish Mafia, the political mafia of the short-in-the-pants Irishmen who have bastardized our politics and unfortunately are destroying it. Now, you, as a former or, or current real estate entrepreneur understand that they found the perfect mechanism for their corruption and that is to diversify it on the millions and tens of millions of pin numbers out there without realizing that they destroy the benefit of property ownership and in fact not only encumber that person to pay for their corruption but destroy the trajectory and opportunity of any equity that should be in american real estate how can you turn it back when this is so ingrained in these democrat sewer strongholds like the one you're from and i'm from well, again, this has been uh, a plan all along for the politicians that don't care about the people any longer. They only care about the party. They only care about their control. When you bring outsiders into the conversation that have not been bought and sold as you climb the political ladder, somebody who cuts the line, I don't know, say like Donald Trump, 
you cut the line, you're not beholden to special interests, you're not beholden to, to unions, you're not beholden to the, to the power struggle and the dollars of, of the people who got you there. You get to go in and just represent the people who voted for you and said, hey, we liked what you were saying on the campaign trail, please execute what you were talking about. We have a life record of doing that. I'm a conservative Republican, not only as a, a business owner here in New Jersey, but I'm a former pastor of a decade. Uh, and, you know, what I say, <laughs> that, that, that's my word is bond. And because I'm held to a higher standard, and it's, it's not a union, uh, it's, it's the standard of moral compass and uh, doing what is right and doing what you, what you said you were going to do. So the way that I heard about your name is that I had the privilege of being in a TSA line with your sister and your brother-in-law, and we started talking politics. That's how I heard about your name. And when they told me that story, that you were a former pastor, that you are doing this for the reasons to take back this country from the Marxist mafia to benefit not just your kids, but my kids and everybody's kids, it's, it's important that people understand the gravity of what we're facing here. We're facing these gangster governments, whether they be in New Jersey, in New York, in Chicago, in L.A., wherever, and now Washington, D.C., that have learned to placate their, their supporters by corrupting a vast majority of other supporters, and it's winning, and I'm sick and tired of it. I, uh, I, I see the benefit of living in a different state that isn't tainted by that legacy of corruption. I'm just optimistic that maybe it will be a turnaround from a real stronghold like New Jersey, because you did see some some optimism in your last elections is that not true absolutely well i ran for governor last year uh, against phil murphy as a political nobody somebody that literally came out of nowhere as a real estate guy and a former pastor we had a message that was bringing the power back to the people and in four and a half months i mean goodness who runs for governor of a state in four and a half months my wife was right I am crazy. But we ran for governor. We ran a very intense, a very hard race for the people. We pulled 27.5% of the vote. We wow. kept our nominee under 50%. And we sent a real message not only to our party, uh, but to the Democrat Party that New Jersey is not what they say. It's not blue Jersey. But we've got a Republican Party here that's convinced the voting base that you have to be a moderate in New Jersey, and it's just not true. Conservatives win. You know, Ronald Reagan won. Uh, uh, Donald Trump won. Who lost? Mitt Romney lost. John McCain lost. And unfortunately, in our election last year against Phil Murphy, we had a, we had a, a, a moderate gubernatorial nominee out of the Republican Party, and he lost. To yeah. Phil Murphy, the worst governor in America, he lost. It's time to get back to conservative Republican roots and start seeing wins for the people. I have a friend of mine running for governor in Illinois. I'm hoping he, uh, he wins. If he doesn't, I think it's time to sell every piece of real estate. But there, you're facing the same kind of skullduggery we're facing. You were um, facing a, a, a gerrymandered districting. You just went through this year as well. Is that not true? Absolutely. Uh, the district that I am currently running in uh, actually was benefited by the, the redistricting map. Uh, it was already uh, R plus, 
and it got even better. And so the Democrat, Tom Malinowski, who's sitting there, uh, should go. And sort of what I say on the stump is if we have a red wave coming as New Jersey voters, we would be very foolish when we have an opportunity to flip this blue seat red. Shame on us if we flip this blue seat light blue. There is a big contrast between Phil Rizzo and Tom Kane Jr., and it's time to put a conservative back in that seat in the House of Representatives. So our little show here is growing quite a bit. We're in a we're in how many how many uh, countries there, Honey Bunny? Fifteen countries, forty nine states. We get daily downloads, considerably growing every day. So why don't you tell the people where they can go to help Phil Rizzo? Even though you're in New Jersey, you share our same frustration, our same affliction of a gangster government you're trying to overthrow. Where can they help you? Absolutely. In a federal race, we could use help from anywhere we can get it because the laws that we're going to pass are going to affect and help citizens all over this country. You could go to our website at Jersey rizzo.com jersey rizzo.com and it's the same handle on all social media platforms facebook instagram and of course twitter did you ever think about getting the jerky boys to cut your commercial come on that would be very good go to jersey rizzo.com you get a couple of jerky boys as a, as a former pastor, though, I know that it would probably be filled with more beeps than actual words. But, you know. Come on. Saying. God's funny. Take a look at Lori Lightfoot. He's got a sense of humor. <laughs> Listen, Phil Rizzo, I want to thank you very much for joining me. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. I wish you the best of luck. Thanks for sharing me with your audience. I really appreciate it. Say hello to your sister and brother-in-law for me. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM 560. The answer. Every time I read this um, Chicago Runk March, you know how many thousands of troops we have all over the world that they don't even talk about? This 700 in Somalia, that's why it was a blip. We have active hot spots all over the world. The Chicago Veterans Runk March is back, coming out to help raise awareness of suicide prevention of our veterans. Sunday, May 28th. 17-mile walk is in honor of the 17 veterans we lose every day to suicide. The walk starts midway at the University of Chicago campus. For more information, to sign up or to donate, visit chicagovets.org, chicagovets.org. Teresa, Gold Coast. Hey, Sean. Uh, When I lived in Manhattan, my best friend's parents owned a restaurant on Mulberry Street in Little Italy, and they did a great business. And the mafia saw that, and they kept extorting them until which they mafia? The government mafia the or the actual men that no, could do push-ups that they no. did like strippers? Gotti, Gotti, and um, Sammy the Bull. They squeezed True. them out of business, huh? Yeah, they put them out of business because they couldn't afford the extortion anymore, and they went out of business. Oh, that's that's so, always an option. Your other option is to do the Bronx Tale. And lock the door. Did I ever well, tell you when my cousin and I had a, had a, had a card club? We used to play cards because they wouldn't let us play cards anywhere we were kids. We had a similar thing happen. Yeah, yeah we, did, we yeah. did option B. It all worked out swimmingly. We stayed in business right up until we all got married and our wives killed it. Thank you very much. I'd rather face the gangsters than, than an Italian wife. That's just me. All right, honey bunny, let's, let's play this for one second. Trust me, boys can't get periods. Brian, it's 2022. There's no such thing as a boy anymore or a girl. 
Just a vast sea of chubby theys and them, so coddled by their sanctimonious woke parents who think activism is virtue signaling on Instagram. If Martin Luther King could come back and see what they were doing in his name, he'd never stop throwing up. I, I have to agree with him. We're going to take that spot now that I played that clip. I didn't know that Stewie lived in a, in a Democrat stronghold. I had no idea, as I never watched the show. But I do watch politics. I do watch the destruction, the controlled destruction of the quality of life here in America, and that's why we support candidates all over the country who are good people instead of a party that is often in on the scam, so much so where they target their own. They target those people who try to put government back in the straitjacket it is supposed to be. And see, it's not supposed to have any of the powers it has. And um, there was a time where ultimately adults were in the country, and they realized this. And they would make predictions and they would make policies. Some were good, some were bad. Milton Friedman is a fantastic example of somebody who had all the knowledge in the world, but also went along with very bad ideas. Milton Friedman is who you have to thank for your taxes being paid out of your paycheck. So if we're going to fix it, that was a regret he had till the day he died. I am a huge fan of Milton Friedman, but everybody makes mistakes. But if we're going to fix the country, we need to correct those mistakes. So you want to have an educated society? based on what the government is doing, make them sit down like a businessman, like an earner, and write their taxes every quarter. That'll wake some dummies up. And by the time it's over with the Democrat Party, if you were to implement some of these very easy fixes, no one would even say the word Democrat again. Think of this stuff. We have to talk about it because the American people think the reason for inflation is government spending more money. Simply not true. Inflation is made in Washington because only Washington can create money. And any other attribution of in, to other groups of inflation is wrong. Consumers don't produce it. Producers don't produce it. The trade unions don't produce it. Foreign sheiks don't produce it. Oil imports don't produce it. What produces it is too much government spending and too much government creation of money and nothing else. Yet everybody in a position of power in the Fourth Reich regime of the diaper-wearing dimwit is in fact a Keynesian, is in fact a collectivist. They're infiltrated throughout the country. They have the same answers that brought down every country throughout time. Try to control the people, print more debt, tell everyone you're doing fine. Isn't that, after all, what we play clip after clip after clip? But here is an important place to start, at the Federal Reserve. How many people know a guy named Michael Barr? Ever hear of him? No, it's okay. Nobody did. Michael Barr is a loyalist to the Marxist Mafia. Michael Barr will be a very important figure at the Federal Reserve. You now have a chance to witness exactly who he is, thanks to one of my favorite senators, Kennedy. Tell me uh, what the community banks did wrong in 07 and 08. You guys punished them pretty hard. And I never have been able to figure out what they did wrong in the meltdown. Uh, uh, thank you, Senator. I, I'm not aware of uh, community banks doing something wrong. Uh now, here's a guy that's running for the Federal Reserve. is going to be appointed to a Federal Reserve chair position. And he doesn't know about the Community Reinvestment Act. He doesn't know what brought down the housing market. He doesn't understand how. Is it willful ignorance? Or does he, in fact, understand? Does he, in fact, know that that was the greatest thing that ever happened to government, was the housing collapse? 
Nothing's been the same. Nothing. That's the original break of the, the American way, of the American dream. That explains why now they are a cartel very similar to OPEC. It also explains why they stay in power. They're bald face liars and frauds. Or you could just call them Democrats. Everyone will know what you're talking about. I'll be back after this. AM560, the answer. Nice pull. 312. 642-5600, care to participate. Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. How you doing today? Good, Robert. How are you? Good, good. You know, I was listening earlier, my wife and I, and you were talking about hotspots. And first of all, I want to thank all the veterans out there who served our great nation, current and formal. Brave men my... controlled by cowards. That's unfortunately the American system. And the brave ones are the ones that pay the cost, and they're the ones you see with their limbs blown off. Yeah. Well, here's my question. Now, my question is this. Why the heck are we in all these slow, feudal wars? I mean, I'm an isolationist, and I'll tell you that right off the bat. But where the heck is the U.N. at, and why aren't these other countries participating instead of we're doing all the heavy lifting here? What, is your, what do you think about that? I'm, I'm ironically not an isolationist. However, I, I'm aware of this scheme, and I'm under, I understand exactly what it is. And it is about controlling the supply of energy to the, to the world. This is what it's about, and protecting the dollar, the U.S. dollar. So this is a hand-in-glove corrupt scheme of foreign policy, which is why all of these hotspots all have a very one thing in common, access to minerals and, and oil, so that the American government can harvest and rob foreign countries without being uh, uh, subjected to American regulation or American knowledge. You know, right now, we're, we're in, does anybody talk about we're in Syria? We occupy one-third of Syria. Do you know which third? The oil fields. We're protecting the scheme. We're trying to pretend that the Saudis are in on it, that they're our friends, even though they're not. This all could be fixed overnight. Do you know why Russia is so rich in oil? Everyone says, oh, because it's so big. No, because Stalin made sure to get the 310,000 pages of Nazi documents. On, on the process of creating synthetic energy. Yeah. And that they understood the science was they had to go below the 16,000 feet, and they did. That's why they're oil producing. That's why Germany was oil producing right up until morons took over. Oil producing. Hitler, if he wouldn't have been a, a, an absolute idiot, the science he had and the way in which he enriched Germany, it was because he was a twisted, sick son of a dog, also known as a socialist, that destroyed him. But the science he had, does anyone talk about how Germany produced so much oil it was able to launch a world war? You notice how we don't talk about that anymore? There's a lot going on here. And more importantly, what they need is a neutered, confused, dependent society that doesn't question a government that's been telling them lies for 100 years that we all know. Every conflict's built on lies, every single one of it. So thank you very much for the call, as is this one in Ukraine, as is this one. And this one in Ukraine has been set up for decades. George Bush was pranked, if you can believe it, not by the jerky boys, although that would have been fun. He was pranked by two Russian comedians. Two Russian comedians were able to prank George W. Bush on a Skype call. Did you know about this, Squirrel? Did you hear anything about it over the weekend? It's unbelievable. And it shows you what an absolute corrupt moron George W. Bush was. And the only reason you know his name is because his father 
was an oligarch in the gangster government, CIA head at one time. Oh, look who's there, Mr. President. Oh, hello. By the way, Mr. that's George W. Bush thinking he's talking to the comedian in the Ukraine who makes me laugh my ass off. President, glad to see you, glad to hear you. How are you there? This is a Russian. I'm but, really... Uh, I'm doing well, I'm re- and I hope you okay, are Okay, well. yeah. Uh, your mission is to destroy as many Russian troops as you can, and the question is, will you continue to receive the help you need? So just think about that. Your mission is to destroy as many Russian troops as you can. Notice how they like to separate the powers. So the oligarchs that are in charge and have really created this war, they're held harmless. Nobody can bomb the oligarchs. Just kill the innocent, the soldiers. And we keep buying it like it was 1930. And I certainly hope so. It's very important for the United States to continue in the lead of providing you the, the, uh, the support you need. You- That's how they sleep. Because they can't think of the millions of people they killed. Not to mention the tens, if not hundreds of thousands of American. Not just lives that were lost, but lives that were changed over the decisions of this idiot. You got good. It seems to me you've got good communications with the administration. Mm-hmm. You know, your secretary of defense and people like that are continually informing our military mm-hmm. of what's needed. And our military is very supportive of what you're doing, President. You didn't want to take Russia into NATO. Did you? No. I wanted him on the fringe of NATO. I wanted Ukraine into NATO. By the way, what he's discussing is an exact opposite of the policies he put forward to the public. He never said he wanted Ukraine into NATO. He's the reason, among other Republicans, who guaranteed there would be peace because Russia never wanted their fringe countries into NATO. Not just because it's an economic Ponzi scheme, but because of the threat. It would be like having a Russian alliance in Mexico. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, no, I, thought for, I thought for a while yeah. be, uh, Russia would be uh, more cooperative. And then Putin changed dramatically. He's a Rambo. Do you know what he's talking about, Squirrel? Cooperative with the scheme of the U.S. dollar being the world currency. This is when he said he liked his eyes after his old man used to flirt with Putin. Everybody knew what Putin was, an oligarch. He's just, he used to be acceptable. Bunch is uh, boy at heart. Uh, yeah, I, a, I agree. I mean, he... Uh... He's a rambunctious boy at heart. This idiot is talking to two comedians. This stupid son of a dog thinks he's talking to Zelensky. You know, this was what was nice, another benefit of the Trump years. We didn't hear from this stupid son of an idiot. Didn't hear from him. He was walking his dog in Peyton watercolors. Idiot. Uh, yeah, we had a problem with him in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, Putin laid a trap, mm-hmm. and he fell into it, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, and and he kind of panicked mm-hmm. during that period of time. You should have asked me whether or not he should have been inside your government. I would have given you advice. But mm-hmm. That's very important. Trap, he fell into it. That's kind of what Ukraine is. You know Ukraine. I mean, they're wonderful now, but it wasn't long ago they were killing their own people and bribing a crack smoker. Good thing that guy was able to steal the election. Uh, yeah, I, I hadn't talked to Shaka Shvili since 2008. No? Poor old Shaka Shvili. Where's Shaka Shvili? Yesterday, I met with our heroes, heroes of Ukraine. They uh, they were fighting on the information front, and then they were um, 
mobilized into uh, recruited into uh, Ukrainian army. They are pilots like you. Uh, they dreamed of talking to you. And yeah, if if you don't mind, I will put them on the line and they will talk to you many good things if you don't really mind. And you mind. Oh yeah. Listen to this idiot. Hello, Mr. President. Adage. How are you doing? We're fighting for our independence. Well, I'm very proud of you. We are And also I... pilots like you. There you go. There you go, yeah. <laughs> like you. An idiot like you. They're not pilots either, you stupid idiot. But what you did reveal is that all of those agreements that you signed with Russia, all of those agreements, all of the word you gave didn't mean anything. And what you proved beyond the shadow of a doubt, the accusations by Putin were exactly correct. You were going after Ukraine to be in NATO. You were developing and financially backing labs, and we still don't know what was in it. Looks like you're the scumbag. Sad part is you were in control of our government, then making all of us a scumbag. Sounds like right now. 312-642-5600. AM 560. The answer. I remember after September 11th, that song came out. Made you want to punch everybody in the face that you thought you bought the tagline. Then I remember reading they were Saudis. Somehow we had to go into Iraq. Joe Biden's brother got a contract for $1.5 billion. It never really made sense. Good thing they got away with it, though. I mean, we only had an FBI, Federal Bureau of Incompetence, there to protect the Duchess of Chaffington. So Trump commented on Hillary. What is this, a commercial you found for me, honey bunny? I want to hear it. Let's hear it. No, it is. Uh, it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Former Clinton campaign manager Robbie Mook testified in court today that Hillary Clinton personally approved the dissemination of the Trump-Russian bank allegations to the media. Explosive testimony has undercovered what was at the root and who gave the blessing for them to disseminate false information that was amplified a million times over by our mainstream media. Hillary Clinton personally signed off. You know, this is another reason I got I never got too nervous. I mean, I, you know, I know COVID took some, you know, tremendous amount of American lives. But the important ones, the important fat old ones, they never seem to die. Even though 80% of the people who died were obese, and 80% were old, it seems like Hillary dodged it. Personally, Hillary Clinton herself. They misled, they obstructed justice. The entire FBI was in on it. And the campaign and the DNC. The Russia hoax is finally dead. The collusion delusion is over. And just on the heels of that, um, Cheney, Liz Cheney, also part of the inner thigh chafing club of Viagra Slayers. She, uh, Trump is the biggest threat ever to the United States. She said that today with all of the knowledge that she now knows. You know why? They like the scheme of the military industrial complex. They like the oil scheme. They're all in on that too. You remember that uh, Bush and Cheney, they go way back 
er, neck deep in all of it. The one who really upset that was Trump, wasn't it? I mean, he was the one that really upset it. Lee and Hammond. Hey, Sean. Hey, you know, just like you were saying, uh, by trading oil around the world in dollars is what allows these clowns in Washington to spend trillions of dollars they don't have. But yep. the other side of that coin is this Green New Deal thing. Uh, when you start limiting people's access to petrochemicals, you drive up the value of it, which allows you to spend even more money you don't and, have. And you hamper the production of it. So you hamper well, the yeah, production of it in your own access. country. You control the production of it because of the petrodollar. You put restraints on all other governments that threaten to get rid of that scheme, or you go to war with them. That's, right. I just, we just described our energy policy and our foreign oil policy. The good news is the Democrats and 80% of the Republicans have people too stupid to understand what we just said. Thank you, Lee. It can be fixed tomorrow. All of it can be fixed tomorrow. They're, they don't want it fixed. They like it rigged. That's what keeps their bread buttered. Frank in Crystal Lake. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Oh, yeah, fine. I was going to say you were talking about the Ukraine and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, didn't Khrushchev in 1961 in the U.N. took his yeah. shoe off? I think it was beaten on his ass. I won't, I won't yeah. waste one bullet in the United States. And they're going to destroy themselves from the inside out. Do you know what else did Khrushchev did who was a Ukrainian? He, at the time of the, of the, of yeah. the fall, or I mean, not the fall, but at the mapping, he gave Ukraine 20% more land and Crimea. Did you know that? Which is why it's yeah. always well, been here, contested. You know, you know, I mean, not Americans don't even know. No. The Cossacks fought against, fought against communism. Yeah. And they went after the And they war, could dance, they Frank. Don't forget the Cossacks could dance and dress with the hats. Bring back the Cossacks. The world was a little more peaceful then. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Primary duties of a state senator in Illinois. Primary duties are to pass bills into law, approve the state budget, confirm appointments to state departments and agencies, act on federal constitutional amendments, and propose constitutional amendments for Illinois. It also has the power to override gubernatorial, also known as fat bastard govern, governor votes, or vetoes, excuse me, through a three-fifths majority vote. It's important. We haven't had a good state senator. I don't even know when. We certainly haven't had a Republican. She is running to change all that. She's an optimist. She, too, has an Irish last name, but she is not in the short-in-the-pants mafia. Her name is Christine Shanahan McGovern. Christine, you optimist, how are you doing? I am doing well, thank you. How are you? Well, I was doing good until I read the article by the Irish gangster you're running against who has a very sexually frustrated wife who thinks orgasm is next to Pluto. It turns out that he thinks he can buy the Illinoisans with $600. Problem is, this Irish gangster is probably right. Yes, when I uh, received that in the mail, I was kind of shocked. First of all, what is $600 going to do? And and how can you say that? Could fill up your um, tank 6.5 times. 
Right, right. And that, you know, he's able to pass a balanced budget. I don't understand. I, I, you know, I, I don't get it. Now, here's the thing. You, you live among the Mike Madigan constituents. You live among Democrats for the, for the most part, which even makes your challenge even greater. Do they, uh, are they idiots? Do they believe that the budget is balanced and that Illinois is a utopia, that that beanbag with a pumpkin on it they call a governor keeps telling them? No, no, no one believes that. And what people have to realize is that they're basing it off of federal funds. And that that's not balancing a budget. When you receive funds to balance a budget, you're taking it from Peter to pay Paul. And that's what Illinois does. Um, and I would say that my neighbors are very, very frustrated, very angry. In fact, I got several calls regarding this article Um so they are definitely, they're asking me, when are your signs coming? I want a sign in my yard. Um, so people so are, are ready ready for the change. Are they looking forward to Bally's new casino, which guarantees crackheads and ass crack? What are, they, uh, what are their feelings on the pot dispensaries? Are they enjoying the video game ghettos all around the state? Are they having a good time? No, no. In fact, I think that we should kind of bring up the SB818 for sex Wait, is... You broke up on me. What happened there? What would you say? The SB eight one eight, the sex ed bill. Oh yeah. Well, you know, you know you're going to need you're going to need to teach your kids sex ed if they're living among Democrats. They're going to need to know what's coming at them. It, it makes no sense. Again, there was a, a big pushback on having um, trans story time. Why are they bringing these adult immoral issues into our kids' lifestyle? It, it makes no sense. And this is what needs to stop. It's it's people like myself. There's so many good candidates out there who are just kind of stepping back going, what the hell is going on? In fact, I want to share something with you really quick. All I right. was out canvassing, and there was a woman, and she wanted to know our opinion. And obviously, it was about abortion. And obviously, I said, I am pro-life. She disagreed. And I said, well, are you okay with minors having abortions without parental consent? She said, yes. I said, so you're okay with your daughter having an abortion and no one telling you? She said, yes. I said, okay, so I'll try a different angle. Are you aware of the, you know, the HB 3653, um, the, the police reform bill, and what's going to happen if someone tries to break into your house? And, and we talked about that a little bit. And she Boy, why don't you educate me on that? What happens if someone tries to break into your house? I mean, I know what happens at Elmwood Park. They end up duct taped to a chair in my garage getting tortured for the next 60 days. But how does it work uh, in Illinois now? And you know what? Let me touch on that. What, what a sad story for that woman who was held against her will and assaulted. And different people heard her scream and no one did anything. What oh. is wrong with society? Screams it, in a it, Democrat it, neighborhood go on listen to it, it it makes me it makes me nauseous um that uh -huh. poor woman is going to have years and years a lifetime of recovery um yeah. but anyway i had spent some time with sheriff mendrick uh there was a few candidates and he explained this bill and everyone should educate themselves first of all uh, i am obviously pro second amendment everyone should own a gun and everyone should know how to use it to protect yourself because the police are going to be limited as to what they can do in fact the sheriff had explained that when someone gets arrested, they usually have some time to detox. They have an opportunity, at least in DuPage County, where they do things a little bit different, to get some assistance to get a, you know, to get a job within and do a program while they're in, serving time. 
all of that is going to be gone. So you're going to be arresting people who are high, releasing them when they're high. All they're going to want to do is get their next high. We are going to be living in mayhem. You already I always are. Say that, you already yeah. are. I mean, you see the news. It's already mayhem. They're trying to put lipstick on that pig. And I didn't even talk about Kim Fox yet. But go ahead. It's going to be worse. It is going to be way worse. So please, please go get your gun. Protect yourself. Protect your home. Protect your kids. That is very, very, very important. So going back to this liberal loony, as I like to use that phrase, um, we were talking uh, about this bill. I'm and liberal. Then I She's said, a fascist, but go ahead. <laughs> you know how that irks me. Go ahead. And I said, um, okay, her daughter just happened to walk out the house and was walking her dog. I said, what would you do if your daughter right there was sexually assaulted? She pointed out the man who, who did it to her. They arrested him, and he got out the very next day. And she said, well, that's going to be the law. And I said, I cannot spend another moment with you. I had some words flying. I know I shouldn't do that while I'm candid. No, you should do that. Believe. The yeah, truth I will mean, set you free. Flying. What a moron. I could not believe the, the anyone who wouldn't. And then she went on to say that she's against guns. Um, and, and I said, so <laughs> she likes house, the murder to be gun. done by doctors with degrees, <laughs> with hangers and babies who are defenseless that where they break the neck. She's fine with that, even if it's her grandkid. But it's the gun she fears. This is why you have to move. But all right, go ahead. I want you to win. So let me help I'm going to write a book on, on all of this. I have taken notes of different things and, and different messages that people send me, and they're not very nice, and I don't care. I just have a good thick skin. Um, but anyway, I, I just kind of raised my hands up, and I said, I just cannot. I cannot do it anymore. I cannot, you know, beep, beep, beep. And um, I obviously so she's not enjoying a Republican it, voter there. To me, the point should be, you go to the door, are you enjoying life in a Democrat utopia? Do you love it here? Isn't it great? Or do you think it's a sewer the way I do and you want to change it? How's that for a door right. opening? I asked her. I said, what do you think of the cost of everything? Well, everything, the cost is going up. Okay, what do you think? Gas. Well, that's normal. I, this is normal. I swear to God. It She's was a like, fracking idiot living in Chicago yes. voting Democrat. <laughs> this is the hill you have to climb, kid. I, I, you know, I love that you're willing to face it. But, uh, but you know. on the flip side... Um, I am meeting so many other people from other ethnic groups and making a difference and slowly getting my name out there. And, and uh, people are excited for the candidates that I have kind of aligned myself with. And um, we are going to make a difference. We are going to definitely make a difference. So um, are you going to be in line for the Willie Wilson bribery, also known as buying your gas if you vote Democrat? And don't you think this kind of open and notorious fraud and bribery by a, by a politician should be resisted rather than embraced. And I don't care what Willie Wilson calls himself other than scumbag idiot. Uh, do you think that uh, you, you stand a chance when really what the, the Democrat in Chicago wants is just something for nothing and to pretend that it, they are victims of happenstance rather than political mafia? Well, you know, it, that's interesting that you say that because I just went to an event um, with Bobby Python and he explained all of the, the voting irregularities in the chicanery all, all kinds of all kinds of craziness in fact i had them pull my voter roll i don't exist before 2003 i've never voted in a democrat election ever pulled a democratic ticket and and it's like i compl- i got a new number in 2003 what happened before that 
So the way that they do it is they just assign it to another person. And and he went around to explain how many people are registering to vote when they're in their 70s. And yeah. Um, all so these, have you it, decided it how no you're sense. polling in the cemeteries? How, how how do you look among the dead? Well, among the dead, because I do believe in angels, I'm looking really good and they're going to help me. <laughs> all right, good. You're going to need them because the, the names of the dead are always going to vote Democrat, as they always do in the sewer to keep the Irish mafia. And I say that knowing full well you have three Irish names. Um, how do you... Um, how do you fare among your own friends? Are you seeing a divide among people who were not, say, political before you uh, jumped in and they're rejecting you and they're siding with the baby murdering mafia of the Democrat, Chicago Democrat Party? Well, they kind of sided away from me with this whole uh, mandate vaccine and, um, you know, staying inside, social distancing. I didn't do any of that. Yeah. So I lost a lot of them when that all started. Um, and, and that's okay. You know, and, and I, I do have a faith and I do believe that rejection is God's protection. So that's just leading the path. You get rid of the old and new people come in like you who are so very, very helpful and kind and always, oh. always considerate of which I did get enough money donated. So I did put the ad in with our local football. So you mean after my was. show, because my people after are the show. most loyal. All right. Yeah, now where can so they go? You. Where can they go to help you? Because, you know, I want I want them to help you again. I mean, I listen, I like that you're putting up the fight. I just am too much of a realist and have been around too much to see good people vote for their own greed, their own corruption, as they protect those nonsense jobs that you as a state senator could actually save the people from the scam of the mafia pension system. Because a state senator could actually change the Illinois state constitution where the corruption and the pay-to-play scheme of, of, of the foot soldier employee of the Democrat mafia is bribed in perpetuity through their pension schemes. You could change that as a state senator. They can't take that risk. But I want the people to be able to help you. So where do they go to help you? My website is McGovernForIllinoisSenate.com. So M-C-G-O-V-E-R-N for IllinoisSenate.com. Or you can find me on Facebook. And again, this is a funny story. I'm so censored on Facebook. I had to send in my ID. They sent me a, a, a code through the mail. Then I had to get something, get a signed affidavit. Then I had to prove that my website and my emails, I had to submit everything that matched. Now yeah. I have to do a disclosure. It is the most asinine thing And ever. little little Dick Durbin whose fat-ass wife is a lobbyist and has been embroiled in every corruption and failure in the sewer of Illinois, he's touted and he probably gets a discount on his, on his Facebook advertising, which is why I am so glad that that needle-nosed rat who owns it just took a haircut of 50% of the value. That's the only good thing about the collapse in equities under the Biden corruption. What do you think of that? Yes. Yeah, I, I think I think that there is definitely going to be light at the end of the tunnel. And also, I got you, um, Freud. I got it. It's not just a Sunday <laughs> at my favorite ice cream parlor. Go ahead. Um, I am definitely not afraid. If you're if you are looking for a candidate that's going to speak her mind and not be intimidated by anyone, I am her. Um, I I don't care. I was in a room recently with a with 150 people, and I and I checked to see who gave money to the to Cunningham, and I called him out on it, and. I told everyone, pay attention to who is giving to these candidates. Yeah. Pay attention to who they are aligned with. That pay is attention the to where they way. work. Pay attention yes. to where they work. Because yes. the way it works is they give that corrupt gangster a sack, 
pretend it's a campaign contribution, and they get a cushy job or a phony contract, or their moron nephew or offspring of the fruit of their loins that couldn't get a job at a McDonald's gets one of those municipal cushy jobs, right? I mean, that's how it really works in the sewer of corruption. Well, you know I'm a broker, and um, I did call the real estate board in Springfield and said, hey, I haven't heard from you. Um, You know that I am a managing broker, and I did speak to someone, and I I, I spoke to the top guy, and he said, wow, I haven't heard of you before. I said, you haven't heard of me before. Well, you guys just gave Bill this much amount, and I I gave him the notes and um, the amount, and uh, so they, they know of me now. And so these are all the people here's (laughs) let you know, I want the people to understand the gravity of what we're talking about. The people who pay for that corruption, the people who have their equity of their homes stolen, the people who are turned into not only renters, but pigeons by municipal corruption of both uh, the city of Chicago, Cook and the state of Illinois. Those people who are supposed to fight in the bundle of rights of home ownership, real estate people are supporting the Democrat mafia that has destroyed the benefit of owning real estate in the sewer of corruption of Illinois. And they're doubling down on stupid and corruption by bribing a Democrat through a campaign contribution in hopes they get to profit on the way down of the collapse of a great state, a former great state. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is uh, absolutely correct. I but that, that doesn't right. mean yeah. that Put that in your book. <laughs> well, listen, I wish you the best of luck. Give it one more time for the people to contribute to you. Um, Christine Shanahan, McGovern, District 18 for Senate at McGovernForIllinoisSenate.com. I really do need your help. I really need canvassing. That is how I'm going to win. It's not the donations. It's not the endorsements. It's me making contact through other people's help, making contact with people face-to-face to let them know what I stand for. All right, now let me give that you a T-shirt slogan. Let me give you a T-shirt slogan that will sell a lot of shirts. You could put it oh, in boy. your coffers. All right? Okay. Christine Shanahan McGovern, more balls than the Illinois GOP. What do you say? Just an idea. You can put Sean Thompson show on the front. 312-642-5600. Christine, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. AM560. The answer. I don't know what it is. I heard Barack Obama. When I was getting ready, listening to the idiot in diapers stammer through his speech of South Korea, which I recognized from 11 years ago when Barack Obama did it. So I was listening to a few of his clips, and I'll tell you what. Complete and utter fraud, Barack Obama. Everything he touched turned to Durban, as it always does in a Democrat sewer. But he could really put some lipstick on that pig, and I just don't mean Michelle. And you can bet... That since it's an election year, they're already dusting off their three-point plan for $2 gas. And I'll save you the suspense. Step one is to drill, and step two is to drill. And then step three is to keep drilling. See, they know the answer. And ironically, he's poking fun at the opposition when, in fact, he's revealing that they know the answer and they're not going to allow it to happen. And they're going to demonize individuals. Trump was the greatest gift to recognize the absolute and total gangster government corruption that we've become accustomed to. It really is. They know exactly what they're doing, and they're comfortable with the destruction. They double down on it. They put these nameless bureaucrats in place who are unwilling to even admit they have a surface-based knowledge 
of fundamentals and principles in economics and Americanism. Do you consider yourself a Keynesian? Um, uh, Senator, I, I am not a, an expert either in, uh, in macroeconomics or in Keynesianism. Uh, then why are you going to be on the Federal Reserve? Hey, you, stupid, Fourth Reich Marxist mafia member. If you don't know any of this, why are you going to be affiliated with the Federal Reserve, you moron? Um, but, but I would uh, suggest that I follow uh, normal, uh, modern uh, rules of macroeconomics, including uh, uh, the teachings. Including inside trading, profiteering, and deception of the Federal Reserve System that is the bank of both the GOP and the DNC. So the scams will continue. The debt, the chaos, the inflation, the costs will continue for the, what do we have, 900 days or 898 days of this feeble, fascist, diaper-wearing dementia patient? Keynes. Well, Professor Keynes said that uh, in order to, to, uh, to get out of a recession... You know how Keynes died, Squirrel Hands? He died in a third world with a young boy in his room. He was a sexual deviant, too. He would have blended in today. He might have even been the transportation secretary. He recommended having, having the... He would have definitely had monkeypox, however. ...government deficit spend in order to stimulate your economy. Do I have that right? Uh, that is uh, one of the lessons, uh, yes, right. sir, of, of his history. Okay. But, and a lot of people stop there. They, they don't read the other, the next page. He also said that once your economy is recovering, you should stop deficit spending, did he not? Yes, I think the, the basic idea is that uh, deficit spending can be used to bolster the economy. Oh, I can't believe these idiots were able to steal the election. I really can't. Let's go to Mike in Melrose Park quick. He's got a joke. I need a joke, Mike. Hey, uh, hi, Sean. Hi. Hey, uh, yeah, well, as, as we know, Joe was... Overseas, and he was making some speeches and bumbling and stumbling like he always does, and soiling and a lot of silk chairs over there. He's, you know, that's silk. You can't get that year well, out of there. But go ahead. Right in his socks, but he he looks at his wife and says, "Oh my God, I can't believe all these Asian people in IKEA." And she looks at him, "No, Joe, Korea." Nice, thank you, Mike and Morrow's Park. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. AM 560. The answer. I have to tell you, I, you know, I, I work on the weekend. I don't ever take a day off, but I hate not doing the radio for two days. I hate it. Um, the spokes idiot, and she is an idiot. She makes peppy lie stocking look like Socrates. She is an example of the modern day. Democrat grading on a curve, affirmative action higher, complete and total morphodite. There is a long line to get into this country legally. Is there any kind of discussion about giving people who are coming here the right way money? Why would I, why would we be giving people who are coming here the white right way money? Why are you giving people who came here the wrong? I, I mean, but I I don't understand the the, the question. What is the, you're, you're saying that we should give immigrants. we should we should give people just money who are coming through? I don't understand the question. You're giving people who immigrated here illegally money. Like I said, like I said, that's the Department of Justice. That's you're going to have to ask. Cell phones, welfare, housing, 
food stamps. This is what you get when you show up here. It's why people are coming here. Unfortunately, it seems to be the big draw versus the right reasons to come here. The right reasons I'm all for. I mean, after all, if you're fleeing a country that's led by this philosophy of stupidity, of the Democrats, the socialists, of the communists around the world, then you should have a place to come that doesn't impose those strict failures on the people. Unfortunately, uh, you got here too late. And uh, welcome to the soup of corruption and governments you fled from. That's what we have as you have a moron in office who stole the office. And nobody wants to talk about that. And the other party is so in on the corruption, they want to pretend that everything's just dandy and cheeky. Candace, Mount Pleasant. Hi, Sean. I'm so glad that your show has gone national. That's so exciting. Well, um, it's, it's not national on the airwaves. These are all downloads and the Internet. And I mean, hey, Salem put me on their site, and it's going great. Thank you. Though. I think that's awesome. Great. Um, I just want to comment on the UAW uh, fat slobs who are um, striking in Racine. I live in Mount Pleasant, but I know there's a lot of people who call into your show and to Dan and Amy's show in the morning. You mean the UAW? The uh, they're, they're striking against the UAW management that has been embroiled in a scandal um, that's been going on for a year and a half, and they just caught the underlings who were supposed to clean it up in on another bribery scandal. Is that what they're on strike for? Well, of course, you know, it's Obama 3.0, and so we have to have strikes everywhere. And I don't think a lot of people understand what it does to a city or a town um, when they come in and strike. And then, the, you know, the company's probably going to move to Mexico or God knows where and devastate the entire area, and people just don't get it, you know? It's um, tragic. It's tragic. Yeah. It's tragic. So, and, it, it, and here's the thing. The UAW is an astonishing example of corruption. An astonishing example of absolute government-subsidized failure and corruption as the entire country must prop up these phony companies that cannot exist without being rescued by the people in order to have a pass-through scam to pay Mm -hmm. off the UAW union mafia so they could take their dues and donate back to the Democrats. The snake eats its tail. It's exactly what happens every time. And the nice benefit is when you say fat slobs, Everyone knows you're right, because all the UAW workers look like they work out with Pritzker. And his wife, who I don't know if you've seen her, but here in Florida, they thought she was a manatee. They tried to rescue her. Thank you very much, Candace. I appreciate it. That's why you never go swimming in a one-piece if you're like 400 pounds. You know, ladies, because you'll be mistaken for a manatee here in Florida. We can spot our natural citizens. They they are not built like Pritzkers. It's number one. It's, uh, it's, uh, It's another problem we have with the national... Democrats destroying everything like they destroy not just the states, but even in some cases, the rules and the principles. This idiot didn't know how much money we're giving illegal aliens. I want to applaud the American people for their support. I want to applaud um, sheriffs throughout the country, police chiefs, governors that have stand united to secure this border. What I can applaud and what I'm challenged with is why this president, President Biden, this administration fails to appreciate having a secure border. As a result of that, public safety in my county, national security, and humanitarian by the deaths of my county has been a product of that. Once again, this administration needs to engage with local law enforcement, sheriffs, governors, and, and uh, mayors, and we can get this problem solved and secure our borders. So now we have over 100,000 kids have died directly because of the open drug cartel border. 100,000 American kids dead. We don't even know how to quantify 
the lives ravaged by drugs. We don't even know how to tabulate exactly how many illegal aliens are responsible for American deaths in this country. We, we don't even know. But yet our Congress birthing people, part of the Marxist mafia, all Democrats, they've identified the problem in this country, and they're going to use our capital to explain what needs to be done in a country that's wallowing in corruption, failure, drug trades, that's run by the cartels. The Anti-Defamation League has tracked 450 murders over the last decade committed by these terrorists. 450 murders over the last 10 years. Uh, real quick, uh, Squirrel, was, was Illinois, were there about 983 last year, right? Or was it 1,100? I don't know. I do know there were 4,800 people shot in the city of Chicago. Just the city. But this is 450 murders over 10 years. Her name is Escobar. She's a communist member. Unfortunately, she's the last remnants of the communist section and corrupt Democrat section of Florida. Right-wing extremists are responsible for over 75% of these horrific attacks. And 50% of these horrific attacks are by white supremacists. Ms. Now, those stats, she pulled them out of her shoe. And I'm being kind with shoe. She completely fabricates them as she's trying to use this sick, twisted product of government failure in, in, uh, in Buffalo as a white supremacist, as somehow a Trump supporter. She's trying to indict all Republicans. She's trying to make you ashamed or on the defensive. What she's doing is not recognizing the over 100,000 kids that have died because of the border policies of the Biden and the Democrat Mafia administration. She's ignoring... The absolute mayhem created in Democrat sewers, once great cities, controlled by Democrat prosecutors who, in fact, use their power to protect cartels and street gangs. This is the problem, is white supremacy. And she's trying to label people like me as a white supremacist, when the reality is I hate far more white people than any other race, because it's always the white people that came up with Marxism and communism. It's the white people that really profit from the Democrat mafia. The minorities are just your useful idiots. And those are the ones that vote for these idiots. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. You know, with all of the chaos caused by Democrat policies, how do you quantify the devastation of allowing or having this idiot steal the most powerful office in the world? I think right here in this country, you can see many, many failures and foibles. You almost have to be in awe of the way in which the spin doctors, the Svengalis of the Marxist mafia, can take a, a, a minute point, label it against the other party, and yet we can't point to the actual devastation of the border policy of this idiot, as the failures are too much. To even quantify. Mr. Speaker, America has a racism problem. America has a hate problem. And that's why we are we have all of these people of all various races, races and sexuality and all these big positions. Why? When do we get cured? When do we get cured? Is it when this becomes normal and no one questions, gee, this could be a ramification of border policy? She was gone missing a total of 11 days. A 15-year-old girl went to a Mavs game with her dad on April 8th. She went to the bathroom right before halftime and never came back. There were so many safeguards that were supposed to be in place, but didn't work. Surveillance footage showed her leaving with a man. 
Zeke Fortenberry, the family's attorney, says that was her first contact with him. On April 18th, Oklahoma City police found her in a hotel room where she'd been advertised and sold. This girl was being sexually assaulted at a hotel room on multiple nights. So any time that she could have been rescued from that sooner would have been better. Deep kidnappings in border states are up over 30 percent the last two years. Drug addiction, 100,000 American kids touched the lives of virtually everybody. Everybody knows somebody who died from an overdose or drugs. Suicide among teens directly traced back to COVID policies. Antidepressants among teens and Americans also up 30% over the same two years. These are all things that are examples, ramifications of having Democrats in charge. Yet the Democrats want you to believe the biggest problem is the Trump supporter, is the opposition to this corruption. And they never have to face any any ramifications of their corruption. In fact, they keep getting promotions. The whole time calling America racist, they themselves minorities who have benefited from American calling it racist. So now they're going to label anybody that stands opposed to this dimwit, this dementia patient, this embarrassment of America. They're going to label them what? Ultra MAGA? The greatest was at the beginning of the administration. They came in. We will not abide by America first. We're not going to allow this to happen. America first. We're not allowed. And somebody said, you better stop him. This is not a good thing. Say we don't agree with Trump's policies on Second Amendment, on oil, all the things that you want. Okay, they don't agree with any of it. But you don't say we disagree with America first because that's not a good one. We have great names. I mean, think about it. It's MAGA. It's America first. And now I think we're going to go to ultra MAGA. But as a result... Our country was ultra-prosperous, ultra-secure, and ultra-successful. The most successful our country's ever been. So they pull-tested ultra-mega. That's how you handle it. You take what they think will be a weapon, and you embrace it. Because they're wrong. They're obvious in their failure. They're obvious in their corruption. By the time this dimwit is done, we will rebuild, and we will win. Because we're right. We embrace the policies of freedom, the unalienable rights of liberty. Let them wallow in the ramifications like they do in the Democrat sewers. They have to lie about the budget. We're doing great. Everything's great. Let them live amongst themselves. After all, Squirrel, I think you'd look good in a Speedo. You sure you don't want to move down here with me? What's it, 49 tonight? 49? And you could get shot in the head by a Democrat? That's terrible existence. I'll be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.